For the final interview of the year, we welcome a commander in the U.S. Navy Reserve whose passion of mental health extends to so many areas with multiple offices, I just learned as well. We will dive into improving the lives of people, especially those who struggle with ADHD, anger, anxiety and depression, insomnia, trauma, and mood swings. He's the medical director for the Center of Recovery and Wellness and also works in a private practice where he's available to his clients 24-7, and I love that. I must give him a shout for being awarded the Stephen Semick Award for Compassionate Care. His experience in psychiatry has also led him to research lithium, and I love this. We'll get a little more background on this, and low doses for preventing and reducing mental health issues. This will also be the topic of the Spotlight story at the halfway point, so be sure to stick around and to learn a little more about our guest before I bring him on. He completed his undergrad over at NYU and earned his medical degree at St. George's University Medical School. He went on for his residency at the State University of New York at Stony Brook, where he did receive this award. I'm about ready to kick this off, Dr. Gad. How are you doing? How are you doing? Thank you, Vincent. Pleasure to be here. I'm real, real excited to see everything you have to offer for our audience today. Again, so dedicated to his work here. I'd love to start off with just a little intro to who you are before we dive into the mental health sides of things. Sure. Uh, well, I think you've uh, done an exemplary job already. Uh, you know, I got that award a while ago, uh, but uh, it's it's really important to me still. And I have it actually right next to my desk. Because, you know, these three chakras, the brain, compassion, and courage below, we got to sync these, right? And I think good scientists, good people have to combine all of those. We want to balance those uh, in order to do our best for each other. At Tampa Counseling and Wellness, we want to remind you that it's okay to not be okay. Reaching out for support and asking for a little extra help can be overwhelming, but everyone deserves a safe space to heal. We're so honored to be that space for Florida residents. If you want to learn more about our services or you'd like to set up a free consultation with one of our clinicians, you can call or text us at 813-520-2807. We're looking forward to growing with you. Balancing it. Life is not go all out one area you still have to remember to stay balanced stay afloat sometimes things get challenging but we are here to bring guests like dr god on here just to sh let you know you are not alone and with that i want to welcome everyone back to a mental health break my name is vincent a lancy and i am excited to bring you one more interview to end this year we gave a great intro in the beginning, followed by him. Just so much details in there because I want to just share how dedicated he is to the world of mental health. And I mentioned it before. I want to highlight again. He's there for his patients around the clock. If you are someone who thinks that you may talking to someone may help you look for someone that's around the clock. That's someone who's going to help you when you need it most. I now like to transition here. Dr. Gad to either talk about your mental health journey or what led you to this world of mental health. Thank you, Vince. You know, I, I I went to medical school without any idea of what kind of doctor I wanted to be. I just uh, loved the curiosity and was was really uh, driven by the need to know. And I think I still am that uh, it was a kind of sacred body of knowledge. Uh, no pun intended. But you know, I think after understanding more and more of medicine and realizing how 
how much there was still to be known about mental health and brain science, uh, that really pulled me closer to it. And uh, 9-11, I was there. Uh, I think that was also instrumental in in seeing how uh, I could have more of an impact in this field. So that's why I chose it. And, you know, I, how it brings me today to hear, uh, I trained, as you've mentioned before, uh, abroad and then back to New York. New York has always been my home. That's uh, where my parents uh, brought me when I was only a, a few months old. And I had to learn about psychiatry after starting book right here in New York City. So I came here to Bellevue and said, look, you know, if I can make it here, I can make it anywhere, right? They say, and I need to learn this here in this most intense collection, this compression of carbon, right? If, uh, if, 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 uh, Carbon is compressed, you get a diamond. And I think if you compress people, you get diamond ideas, mm -hmm. just like here in New York. So that's where I learned about psychiatry and where I also got frustrated with it. Uh, when I saw the real thing and I saw how our medicines were good enough, mm -hmm. and yet that wasn't good enough to me. I think it wasn't and it still isn't. You look at the statistics in psychiatry and uh, outcomes since when I graduated in 20, uh, 2003, it hasn't been getting better. Uh, and part of that is certainly macroeconomics. I definitely want to talk about that if you give me a chance at how society affects mental health and, and uh, systems and political systems affect mental health. But we aren't doing a good job as doctors, I don't think. And that is apparent in addiction rates, suicide rates, mass violence, uh, and and that's what I was frustrated by seeing too many medicines, medicines that were toxic, interactions. And I started to look at lithium and I started to say, you know, this is so effective for people with bipolar disorder, which are very sick people, but it works so well if we just get it right for them. Then why can't it work at smaller doses for people who don't have that, but still end up in hospitals, end up with bags of medicines can we find a lower threshold? And I started to investigate that. And really, I've been on that journey since, and it's been my niche, and it has been remarkable. And now, 15 years later, a lot of science is catching up. If you look up the term low-dose lithium, most of the research is in the last 10 years. And yet, it's an ancient, the ancient mineral. Uh, it started the Big Bang. So... You know, I, I'd love to talk more about that and, and tell you, uh, but that's in a nutshell, my journey into what I do now. And by all means, I'm no zealot. I use every medicine that is available. And yet I try to bridge holistic. I try to bridge nature and nurture, sacred and secular. We use every medicine, but I don't want to give people excessive medicine. And I want to get better than expected results. I love that. And I love just your dedication to just making sure what's it's best for this unique patient. After my TBI in the hospital, at first there's preventative medicines for depression, anxiety, all of these pills. And eventually I found myself living in a cloud where I had to wean myself off slowly, but surely Klonopin before bed, all these things. I said, if I take this for a little longer, I'll be reliant on this my whole life. And then I weaned off to just everything and found natural ways to improve my mental health. Exercise is my biggest go-to every single day. Exercising is what balances me out, helps me, prevents me from overthinking, I should say, and amongst so much more. But I'd love to learn from you. What are some of your favorite things to do for your mental health, Dr. Gad? Well, look, you mentioned 
you know, some of the big ones. And, and by the way, when I read about your story, uh, you know, it, it certainly cemented the, the decision to, to come on the show and talk to you about this because uh, a TBI is serious and it is also so frequent. You know, we think about car accidents and, and bike accidents. I'm a cyclist, a motorcyclist, et cetera. It's very concerning, right, that the, the, the chances of this. And you also mentioned clonopin. That was one of the medicines that I was very concerned about continuing to write prescriptions for, because the more I read, the more I saw that, yes, it's addictive, but it's also reducing REM sleep and it's reducing deep sleep. And those are connected to potential dementia risk, which we now also see. So one of the things I tell your guests is if you are taking or frequently taking benzos or benzo analogs, it can be tough to come off of those, but by using low-dose lithium, that can really assist. And whether or not you've had a TBI to accelerate recovery and protect the brain, it's a neurotrophic mineral. To use that would be a very good idea. Uh, what do I mean by low-dose lithium, by the way? Look, lithium we use for bipolar disorder at about 1,000 to 600 milligrams of lithium carbonate over here, okay? Mm -hmm. Low-dose lithium is 150 milligrams of lithium carbonate, about 10% of that from a pharmacy. But you can get even 1% of that bipolar dose from over-the-counter sources online, if you look that up. I have a product now called Third Element Water that is taken from water in West Texas. It's also a powder form. Now, there are other forms. I'm not here to hawk my product. I'm just here to talk about low-dose lithium. But I created my product so I know what I can give patients if they don't want the prescribed version. So there's the extremely low version, the natural version, Mother Nature one. Mm -hmm. There's the middle ground one that I take myself because I live in New York, because I've got two kids, because I'm 45, but I want to feel 35. And because I don't want dementia right? Because it has anti-aging properties within it. Now, too much of a good thing is not a good thing, right? Periodic table, if you take too much fluoride, iodine, even copper, potassium, you could hurt yourself. Right. The same with lithium. Too much is bad for you. So the things that I do, well, I start with that. I take that low-dose lithium myself. I, I, I hydrate. I eat a balanced meal, which includes fiber, healthy fats, protein, and carbs. I have to I exercise a lot, but I don't overdo it. I've got to, you know, I think we've got to be remember that the chakras have to be given energy, right? I've got to read and keep away toxic information from my head. So I don't watch the news. I read it. Right. So I, I don't, you know, bother with the talking heads. I would rather take in that information slowly, not on Twitter. That's a gossip rag, and it's fun to get the highlights. But I need to, I need the nourishment, you know, in a four course meal. I can't be picking uh, at, at the vending machine for good stuff you're putting in. So all and we could talk about exercise too all day, but that is, you know, the most important thing. And yet, the American lifestyle doesn't really lend to it. It's really tough to squeeze all that in. Mm -hmm. And those are the macro factors. They, it, it's harder than ever to make a living today. 
And that is the truth. And especially every state is like its own country from the pandemic on with a governor, every governor has different laws. You hit a lot of great points there. And when life's moving fast, we have to remember, like you said, everything is aligned. Don't overdo it in one area. And that can relate from exercise, to even from using medications. Moderation sometimes is key. And I think you've hit that really, really well. And you mentioned lithium a lot. You gave our audience so much intro to lithium, all this great knowledge. I think it's a great time now to head into the spotlight story, a NAMI article that does indeed touch on, um, excuse me, lithium. We'll have a little more background on it and then we'll bring our lithium pro back on the show. This is just, again, to help everyone hear from someone who is, as he said, his niche in lithium. I love to bring everyone as much value as I can. So this article, I think, will align right with our guest. Lithium, he mentioned low dose, a, a different doses to really find the right per person. What has it known to been treating? Depressed mood, feeling worthless, guilty, hopeless, loss of interest or pleasure in normal activities, sleep and eating irregularities, low energy, trouble concentrating, a lot of wide variety here that lithium can treat, symptoms of mania as well as feeling irritable, increased self-esteem, you name it. What is the most important information NAMI feels you should know about lithium? Bipolar disorder requires long-term treatment and commitment. Do not stop taking lithium even when you're feeling better. With input from you, your healthcare provider will assess how long you will need the medicine. Missing doses of lithium may increase your risk for a relapse in your, in your mood symptoms. Don't stop taking or change your dose without talking to a healthcare provider first. In order for lithium to work correctly, it should be taken every day as ordered by your doctor or healthcare provider. And periodically, they may ask you to give a blood sample to make sure the appropriate level of medication your body is assessing with the side effects, such as changes in blood counts and kidney function. And anyway, before I bring back Dr. Gad on, how should I discuss with my healthcare provider before taking lithium? I think this is great because we have one with us. Symptoms of your condition that bother you most. If you have thoughts of suicide or harming yourself, medications you've taken in the past for this condition, experiencing side effects, any psychiatric or medical problems you have, all other medications you are taking, non-medication treatments. If you're pregnant, plan to become pregnant or breastfeeding. If you drink alcohol or use illegal drugs, being as transparent here, I see is as best. Dr. Gad, what are your takeaways from this NAMI write-up? You've already touched on a lot. Right. So, you know, the NAMI article is, is really more of a list, right? It's more of the basics that you need on this mineral. But you know, what I would rather NAMI do is not just take data, but write up the prose and the poetry of this. They are, again, the National Association for the Mentally Ill. It's really more along the lines for families and uh, the people who are suffering from uh, mental illness to come together and get vetted information. Mm -hmm. I wish they would talk about certain, uh, put on certain stories of people whose lives have been changed and saved by using this. I also wish they would say, you know, talk to your doctor about potentially uh, using lithium instead of the array of medicines you're using for bipolar disorder, or in addition to to get rid of some of these other medicines and that it can be used at a lower dose as well. You know, what I talk about is low dose. And even for someone who has bipolar disorder, I would probably urge them to use the minimal effective dose. 
because too much of this will hurt the body, just like any other element on the periodic yeah. table. And yet sometimes you need a little bit more, but you don't always need a lot. Mm -hmm. And so for low-dose lithium, I'd recommend your audience look that exact term up, read up about it, see that with you know dark suicidal thoughts, I mean, that doesn't mean you have bipolar disorder. Mm -hmm. uh, if you've had a manic episode, yes, it may mean that that's exactly what's going on and you've been hospitalized, then you don't want to go back to the hospital, God forbid. You do want to find the most effective and non-obtrusive way to take something that doesn't affect your sex life or your ability to cognitively help yourself, you know, income-wise, that doesn't affect your body extremely. Mm -hmm. uh, you want something that you don't even realize you're taking, perhaps. That's what I wanted to try and find for my patients is just a little extra wind at their back. Now, you still got to walk, but I want to give you that extra assistance. So a lot of my patients take, you mentioned ADHD medicine. It's important to treat that. And it's more prevalent than ever because yeah. our attention spans are sliced by all these you know, media that we're getting and the ability to have the world at your fingertips all the time now. Uh, and because a lot is undiagnosed in people of color and in girls uh, and women uh, in certain generations that never were told about this diagnosis. So instead right. of nicotine, caffeine, sugar, alcohol, cannabis as your routine, maybe yes, just take a small amount of stimulant, get stuff done, get a workout in, and you're no worse for it as long as you just keep that as well very controlled. You do not want to abuse that medicine. It can lead to psychosis. It can lead to blood pressure, heart attack, and issues there, and addiction. So tiny amount of that too, of stimulants. But a lot of my patients take a little bit of stimulant and a little bit of lithium. It's like a turbocharger and motor oil at the same time. It protects the brain. It protects them from themselves. It's a lifting medicine that improves sleep, but it doesn't knock you out. There's a lot of benefits to it that we're seeing now. Uh, because again, when it's in water at the one milligram range, not, you know, 200, not a thousand milligrams, tiny dosing, when it's there, those people that drink that, they're healthier. They actually have, they actually live longer. Japanese study of a million people, lower suicide rates, lower dementia rates, lower crime rates. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think we should be putting it in water, but you know, that would take consent and that would take more studies perhaps, even though I don't think there's any more to be done. Uh, I think it's better than lead in your water. It's better than arsenic in your water or too much chloride. But anyway, that's, um, you know, I, I think with lithium, you look up the term low dose, you see a different array of research and articles that have been written about it. And uh, it is not meant to be a substitute. It's meant to be a supplement. It's meant to assist people from a variety of conditions that are going on and even prevent uh, very you know, dangerous conditions about uh, sleep and um, uh, dementia that are likely as we age. I'm very glad that you're able to give so much value coming off that right up there and just firsthand testimonials of what lithium does for, you know, for some people. And I guess you've really just encouraged me to do more research on it as well. And just, you always want to be protecting our brain and dementia. I witnessed my grandmother have it is a scary, scary thing to 
to witness. And uh, if there's ways to prevent that, I think everybody would love to learn more about that. So thank you for all you've just provided there, Dr. Gad. But say someone is struggling right now, they haven't, they're not on lithium or they're not on any medications, they're just going through a real tough time. Things aren't going their way. What is some advice you would offer them? Well, first, you know, I think let's look at uh, the brain and the mind as the body, right? They are connected. So if you were struggling physically, you might be more inclined to say, let me get some help with this. I don't want right. to limp. I don't want to be in this pain. What mm -hmm. can I do? You wouldn't be ashamed about it. Right, right. I think the same can apply here. I first want to destigmatize, right? That uh, th this last two years has been the toughest, perhaps, in our generation. Uh, in, in between safety and freedom, as you said, with states, some were too far into the safety zone, <laughs> some were too far into the freedom zone. So either it's your money or your life. And in this country, everyone suffered the loss of both, okay, uh, in different places. So it's been a tough time. And I think it's there's more access to mental health than, than ever before using digital means. So tiptoe into it and just realize that you're not you know, weak for mm -hmm. looking for help, you're about to get stronger because of that help. Mm -hmm. And I've had injuries, uh, you know, physical injuries. I've had to talk, to, I've wanted to talk to people because I'm a psychiatrist, but I need to know what it's like to sit on this side of the couch, right? Uh, otherwise, I'm not as effective. So I think if you first just say, it's okay, let me see what my options are, whether it's your you know, sacred connections at church and temple, whether it's trusted individuals, whether it's Googling, but confirming, okay, mm -hmm. whether it's making a digital appointment. And if you've done all that and you're still not where you want to be, then, okay, consider medicines. If, you, if, if low-dose lithium seems a little too out there, a little too naturopathic, et cetera, you can try a standard medicine uh, and understand that they're just kind of like crutches, okay? Mm -hmm. You'll use them for a while. Hopefully, you'll find a combination and or doctor and, uh, and provider that hands, uh, holds your hand through, the, through this and uh, it works well for you. If it doesn't, we can make adjustments like with any physical treatment. So, Understand that the last thing I think the first is destigmatized. The first is that if we do this right, treatment works. I, I refuse to say there's intractable mental illness, that it doesn't get better. It does. Mm -hmm. It gets better. It can get better. And it will get better thanks to conversations like this. And you mentioned something before. The digital error, we have a lot of information in our hands, but I think part of the problem with that is that there is a lot of incorrect information out there, which is why this show really pushes me to keep going, among many other reasons, because I really want to let everyone know they're not alone on your darkest day. Someone else has been in that dark day. We're going to help you together. But for that reason, we want to help people the best we can. We want to do our parts as mental health advocates to put the right information in front of you. And I think that... We need to now plug your website, plug everything you do, so that way we can get some of that right information into the hands of everyone listening in. How can we find more about you, Dr. Gad? Uh, thanks, Vincent. Well, you know, I think uh, if you go to Third Element Water, there's two places, right? If you look my name up, if you look up Lodos Lithium, you'll see 
uh, my website. Uh, Third Element Water is a is a good place, and it's not just because that's my product, but because it includes the scientific articles that you'd find if you Googled. So you go to thirdelementwater.com, or yeah, right you here. can just type in my name, Dr. Gad Lithium. You'll probably find me, G-A-D-H. You'll find my website, sudirgadmd.com. You can look up the term, low-dose lithium. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, uh, the, the gossip rag I was mentioning, but it's also the, a forum uh, for hopefully good things in the future uh, mm-hmm. at uh, Gadzilla. Okay. Okay. So G-A-D-H-Z-I-L-L-A. So I'm happy to talk with people, you know, um, on Instagram, the same third element water. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, I have conversations following great uh, podcasts like this that reach a wide variety of people. And I, I don't say things that are different. I, I work with them where they are. And by adding a little bit of, uh, you know, enlightenment about what is available that they may not be aware of and some lifestyle adjustments that come easier once you add low-dose lithium, like stopping or reducing cannabis use, reducing alcohol, smoking and vaping, turning that down, right? We want to be good to our brains too, but I know we can't be monks, okay? We just have to find a way to celebrate and not medicate I think with these things. We're constant works in progress. Everyone out there, baby steps in the right direction. And I think this episode is going to provide a lot of tools for you to do just that. Remember, I am at Vincent A. Lancey, and the show is at A Mental Health Break. Hashtag A Mental Health Break as we kind of been condensing everything to my page. It's just been very hard to keep up with all these pages I've learned over the last year, and I don't want to keep letting everyone down on the social media front. So stay tuned for the YouTube preview to this episode. Be sure to head to the YouTube channel, Vincent A. Lancey, get some behind-the-scenes footage from today's show. And with that, I want to thank you for tuning in for this year of episodes 2022 is filled with mental health advocates every single week. And next year, we're going to keep it going. Dr. Gad, I wish you a happy holiday season, happy new year, and thank you for tuning in with us. Thank you, sir. Pleasure to be here.